Welcome to Winter's Edge. The Western mind, we are addicted to spring and summer, all things sun. Adi Shanti teaches the roots of wisdom and insight are forged in the withering and return of winter. So before we jump into spring, I have some insight, I have some ideas for practice. Welcome to Viral Mindfulness, the podcast. I'm your host, Alexander. This is a seasonal limited series called Winter's Edge. Stay connected with me over at my website at viralmindfulness.com. Hi, soul sibling. Hi, soul sibling. It's Monday morning in my real time. You could be somewhere else, some other year, some other country. That's what's so fun about the space-time dimension of content, living online. Content is queen. So here I am in 2023 on Monday, March 20th. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it is the equinox, the March equinox. And that means that we literally transition. We're going through the threshold together in real time. Let me pull that up. Okay, so 5.24 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, because we're in Daylight Savings Time Zones. That's when we actually are in spring. So from Winter's Edge, I'm continuing the practice. It's Monday morning. It's raining. I'm loving the rain. My house is quiet. Candles are lit. Lights are turned off. I'm burning candlelight, not electricity. I've got some coffee. I've got lots of work tasks. I'm sitting here in my office at my princess desk. The back patio is green and overgrown. And I'm here to tell you about the practice of drawing. And I thought the best way that I could really share this with you is a recent letter a love letter of mindfulness did you know i write love letters of mindfulness to my email subscribers yeah they're really beautiful you can subscribe if you're not at viralmindfulness.com slash sign up all one word s-i-g-n-u-p so i wrote this in the fall and i wrote a follow-up piece last week because i was drawing something for wendy mcnaughton that's who i'll talk about in this letter I belong to her Substack art community for grown-ups. It's called the Grown-Ups Table, and it's part of her Draw Together brand. So I'm going to read this to you. Sorry, I just bumped the mic. I'm going to read this to you and enjoy. I look with pencil, pen, and paints. Drawing slows me down and invites me to pay closer attention. Sometimes I draw with an expectation of what I think I'm seeing. I wonder how I make judgments of people in my life based off what I think I'm seeing. Quote from Wendy McNaughton. The moment I stopped looking for the story, I expected to see an entirely new and richer truth was revealed. I trust truth to reveal herself to me. Truth's timetable tries my patience, and so I draw and paint until the right time arrives. 
A few years back, I took Wendy's illustrations, the two little dudes above on the left. So what I'm looking at and what you would see if you got this love letter of mindfulness in your email, you can subscribe. You'll see two little persons sitting at a library. This is from a book of Wendy McNaughton's of illustrations at um the San Francisco Public Library. It's a really cool little illustration book. And so I was looking at her book and I drew, mimicked, copied two of her little characters. And I put this all on like an eight by 11 piece of paper as part of, I'm going to try and see what it feels like to paint or draw like her. And then I'm now looking on the right side of the page, my own interpretation of someone that was sitting in front of me at a coffee shop. So I had my sketchbook with me and a pencil. And then I drew this character kind of trying to channel the style of illustration of Wendy. And then I added paint later. So this is the picture I'm looking at. And it's cool because I really found a flow that was in the vein of Wendy. And at some point I posted this on social media and she commented, that's when I first got a comment from Wendy and I was so excited, maybe in 2015. I love her lettering. I love her work. And so returning to the letter I'm reading on for you. So a few years back, I took Wendy's illustrations, the one above that I just described, and I drew them freehand. I allowed her style to mimic through my hands in a quaint coffee shop with my sketchbook. It seemed natural to draw the person in front of me, the man in the blue shirt with his legs crossed. What a great exercise. I was proud of my finished piece. Create your own masterclass with another artist's work. That's the lesson I embodied that day. Wendy McNaughton, an illustrator and graphic journalist, has been on my radar for years. She's a New York Times bestseller through some of her illustrations, and she also uh, writes illustrative journalism pieces for the New York Times. It's amazing. So I love her style, her personality. She's also gay. Love that. And her powerful TED Talk from November 19th, 2021. So when you have 13 minutes, especially if you need art inspiration, I am certain you'll find her TED Talk thoughtful and innovative. Laura Davis says, quote, about her TED Talk, possibly one of the best talks I've seen lately. Thank you. And another YouTube comment from the video says, speeches like this restore my hope in TED, the TED brand. I really love Wendy's lettering style. So I took a post of hers from Instagram, which is one of the big, beautiful quotes from this TED Talk. And then I did my own rendition in my notebook one day to try and mimic her uh, her penmanship. And that was super fun. So you can see all these things uh, over at, well, actually, I'll just give it to you for my podcast subscribers. So I actually collect these emails over at my website. It's a secret private blog. So, you know, here it is. I'll give it to you once. It'll, it lives there. So it's viralmindfulness.com slash love 
dash letters. And then you can scroll through some of the emails I write. Um, I post most of them there for future reference for things like this. So you can find the ones about Wendy McNaughton and see exactly what I'm talking about. You'll have to do the legwork, but there is your viral mindfulness invitation. So here's the quote. Wendy's quote from the TED Talk. It says, why kids need to draw. Hint, it's not about art. Drawing teaches us to look so we can see each other, ourselves and the world around us, and love and not fear each other or ourselves. We all want to be seen. We all want to connect. This can only happen when we learn to look and see what and who is really right in front of us and not what we, especially white people in the U.S., have been taught to see and to ignore. I'll come back to this quote one more time, but let me finish my love letter. Blessings, soul siblings, on your mimicking this week. So go, go draw, go mimic, have fun. Don't steal, steal people's work. Always give credit where it's due, but you can mimic and copy and practice and give credit. And may you embrace mentors and trust mimics as you develop your own voice. Yours, Blue Lee. Alexander. Oh, P.S. When you write by hand, do you print or do you write in cursive? I'm doing research on the topic. What are your thoughts? Feel free to send me a Dear Alexander. You can find a Dear Alexander form on my website. It lives at the very bottom on the footer. There's Dear Alexander. And if you click it, pop up comes a form. You'll be redirected to a page. And you could send me a note or an aha or anything you want. If you have a question, if you have an insight, I love it. And sometimes I'll turn those questions into podcast episodes here. So that's it on that love letter. So back to Wendy's quote, why we need to draw. I freaking love the practice of drawing and it has become more vibrant and alive with my goddess daughter, Harvey Rose, because she draws, her dad draws, Her papa draws and her uncle blue draws. We all have art and we have from the day put pencils and markers and paints in front of her and she responds and I am telling you it is so much fun and we do Wendy Max YouTube videos. She did some YouTube videos like a season one and there's a good chunk of like 14 how-to videos and it's so cool. My last trip with Harvey Rose was magical to see her I introduce her to see her growing in her art and her ability. And we had this really cool experience, her and I, this last time when I was with her and she had a care bear. And part of what I brought to practice, I always bring supplies and my paints and papers and markers. And I introduce her to new supplies. It's such a fun thing to see her like gravitate towards something. She really loved these markers, these like a brush marker. They're actually professional illustrative Coptic markers. She loved it. And she would just draw shapes and then how she drew her princesses or where she was at with her art. It just came out with this pen in a different way. So part of this last time I was teaching her portraits, we, we, we draw portraits of ourselves, and I was doing a blind contour where I was drawing without looking at my page and looking at whomever, her, but she was mimicking and she then was drawing her Care Bear. So I set her Care Bear in front of me and we were facing each other on the floor. 
a lot of times we'll play in my room and we'll play make believe in family and we'll do things and then all of a sudden I'll feel a lull in the activity and I'll say, I'll pull out my notebook and some pencils and we'll start drawing and it just is very natural, the rhythm we have together. And so I said, what if you drew the Care Bear here? You draw this and I'll sit here and I'll draw you. And so then she was facing me the Care Bears sitting on my lap. I'm facing her and I'm watching her do a portrait study of this Care Bear. It's the cutest freaking thing I have ever seen because she kept, she stayed with it for quite some time. She was in the zone and I watched her keep going for more details, you know, drawing the general layer and then going deeper and then adding more and adding more. And she stayed with it. And I just sat there and watched her. I drew her and then I just watched her and I totally got tears in my eyes because it was so sweet to see her. I guess part of it was it was sweet just to see how part of me is actually being drawn through this human as she blooms and flowers. And it means a lot to me since I don't have any kids of my own. I would say this is the most amount of caretaking and time I have put into a child and it was really touching so drawing is awesome everything is better when we draw together that's what Wendy Mack says and I couldn't agree more so this is your time to draw and remember what she said in her TED talk drawing teaches you to look so you see each other I feel like Harvey has this capacity to see others for a lot of reasons. I mean, she's being raised by these three queer humans that are very open-minded. And also she draws and colors and paints every single day, multiple times. So I'm encouraging you to start practice, to get back to it, to pick something up, to take a course, to do a tutorial, do it. Everything is better when you draw together. Draw with your kids, with your housemates, with your partner, with your dates. And the last thing I want to just say is Wendy's acknowledgement of the truth is that there's such an ability to look around the world and to, to fear each other and to have stories about us and them and Every human wants to be seen and we want to connect. And drawing is really a fundamental skill that we all picked up right at the get-go when we were like two to three, two to four years old, let's say, depending on your motor skills. And it really can open up a pathway of compassion and awareness and insight to the people around us. And especially white people in the U.S., meaning We've been taught to see and to ignore certain things and people and topics and realities as white people in the U.S. And I know I am very interested in continuing that conversation in my life to unpack that reality. And here's your practice. Draw, draw, draw. And if you don't want to draw color, if you don't want to color paint, if you don't want to paint knit, if you don't want to knit, run. So get to it. All my love to your next mindful step.